Hey guys, this is Dr. Cassandra Joseph. Join me on my journey to create something epic, to create my ground up startup. Listen to my wins, my struggles, and everything in between. Check out my journey on creating Odyssey Dental Summerfield. what's been going on this week this since the last time we record to now how's everything kind of coming along with your business as far as setting your new goals for the year for the new year well the new year i feel like now we could actually set goals or before i just wanted to focus on systems and getting my team on board making sure we're working well together making sure the patients are having a great experience that was really the focus. It wasn't really production at that point. Um, but now 2020, I do want us to have, you know, more goals, not like a big long list initially, yeah. but gradually build up like, okay, so how many new patients are we seeing per month now? And how many same day dentistry cases are we doing? Um, you know, how many crowns are we doing? So we're actually being productive, not just busy, because that could quickly happen in a startup where all your new patients are coming in and that's all you're seeing is new patients, new patients, and the patients that actually want to schedule for treatment, they're being booked out. So yes, you're busy, but you're not super productive because, oh, you know, a new patient, you know, if you're a combination of PPO and FIFA service, even though it's nice to have patients in the chair, it's not the most productive day if that's all you're seeing is a new patient exam and x-ray. So I talked to my team about that and I was like, yeah, I think we need to start putting blocks, maybe, you know, three new patients max per day and then everything else is more production and operative and things like that. So I think that's what we're looking at in the beginning of 2020 is just, Mm -hmm. you know, making sure, you know, we're also staying productive, not just busy. Do you have like numbers in specific and everything like where like your goals are literally written down and your team can see it? Or is it just like kind of in your head right now? And you're just like, well, we're going to have this. We just want to be more productive. And that's it. Like a broad blanket. Or do you have specifics? No, right now, like before 2020, it was just, okay, we just want to just get going. And now starting in January, we're going to have a whiteboard where it's going to show what our collections, what our productions. And every day in our morning, how do we talk about that? Even though we're still so new, we still want to see, are we doing well? You know, are we going backwards a little bit? So for now, my goal just in January is just to do $3,000 a day um, in, you know, production, which Mm -hmm. is not amazingly high, but it's not amazingly low for a startup. And that's enough for us to like at least be profitable. To be honest with you, mm-hmm. um, we don't have we have we don't have a lot of overhead right now. It's just two team members plus myself. So I say let's start off with three and then gradually build up. But I think it's very doable to do three. You know, there's days where we could actually do more than that. You know, you just throw in a crown and it is double that if you really want it to be. You throw in a bridge. You know, just a quadrant of dentistry. You know, it's very doable. Like I said, um, uh-huh. I don't want to stress them out, but I definitely want us to make sure we're hitting our BAM at least, you know? Has it happened like a 3,000 day? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, we oh. had a, yeah, we had a quadrant of dentistry. We had scaling and planning. We have like a crown. I haven't started that because right now, like I said, we're just focusing on getting new patients in and giving them a good experience. But 
to block your schedule, say, oh, so if you have extra patients to do cleanings, to do fillings, yeah, you're easily over $3,000 a day. Mm-hmm. Okay. So then right now, since the last time we spoke to now, have you been, has your practice been open? Oh yeah. We were closed on Christmas Eve, Christmas day and the day after Christmas, but we were open that Friday and Saturday for business because patients wanted to come in. Like we were, we're pretty much booked until the second weekend. They want to get to cleanings before the new year. And now that their insurance is rolling over, they want to book their appointments too and get the treatment that they were, they were waiting on. So this is a good time. This is a good time. How, how was it on Friday and Saturday? Like, did you guys do a lot of production or like what hiccups yes. did you start seeing this time running with that? It was all production, which was good um, because I was short a team member. Literally, it was just my assistant and I running that day, Friday and Saturday by ourselves. And all the patients were production, like restorative type of cases. Step one, I think, was new, but it was like my assistant's brother. So it was really late. <laughs> it was really late back. But he filled the hole. I think a patient like canceled or did something last minute and quickly she filled it. That's one thing. My team is so good at filling empty holes real quickly like they're like oh maybe we'll have time for the cleaning if this person doesn't show up or you know let's call this patient they said they wanted a, a sooner appointment um they're really good like for example a patient literally rescheduled an appointment for this thursday coming up after new year's day you know mm-hmm. today's our last day before new year's day um and, and the next days after new year's of the january 2nd and we're like oh man the first fourth appointment we have a patient what should we do well, we have other patients that want to be seen sooner. So we call them, left them a message, and we also sent them a text. We're like, you know, if you call us, we're not available. Don't worry. Just come in in the morning and we'll see. Um, and we're just hoping local med doesn't book us that day too. Yeah. So, yeah, like we're really trying to stay proactive and the team is being really vigilant as making sure that, you know, we're, we're staying pretty much steady. That's good. I like that. I like how your team, like, keeps an eye on that like um, as far as oh there's holes you know because a lot of the times I feel like there's holes in the schedule it's more like okay we can take that time to ourselves and have time off you know what I'm saying instead of like oh man we gotta so like what do you tell the team do you tell them like if there's holes fix it or how do you tell them that um like you know to be honest we don't really we, we haven't had holes to be honest it's only like literally that Friday, someone like canceled or rescheduled their morning appointment for Saturday. And we're like, oh, and um, someone came up to me. My assistant, Jack, was like, oh, are you going to fill that? I was like, I was trying to. But um, she goes, oh, my brother is interested in coming in before the end of the year. I was like, oh, great. Have, have him come in. And it, it was easy. So she saw an opportunity because Saturday appointments are very popular. Like they're staying booked right now nice i'm doing one saturday a month just to have that work-life balance Mm -hmm. but if it seems like it's a heavy hitter and people are really coming in and we're staying busy because the thing is you're getting emergency patients and emergency patients are gold because they're gonna get something done whether it be remove the tooth or fix the tooth they're getting something done Mm -hmm. um so i love emergency patients it's guaranteed production and like for example someone called on Saturday and was like, I've been trying to contact my doctor. She's not returning my phone call. I've been contacting her for days. I'm in pain. I want something done. I want to be seen. I was like, you know what? Come on in. We'll just take a look. I really thought it was just an abscess tooth that just needed to be referred to endo mm-hmm. and she needed an antibiotic, but it ended up being something else. She needs a whole new three unit bridge. Guess what? She wants me to do it now. Wow. So 
yeah so basically almost four thousand dollars walked through the door and it's because i was open on a saturday and i picked up the phone and said hi <laughs> you know thank you for calling odyssey dental of summerfield hopefully you're having an epic day how may i help you today so <laughs> you picked up the phone i sure did nice I, man i sure did because you know i only had um one team member that day i had my dental assistant and she was back there probably taking care of patients or cleaning and i was up there and I was like heard the phone ring I'm like I'm gonna pick it up because you know it might be a potential patient it really was they were gonna get the answering service but I still have someone picking up for me but it's always nice when patients hear your voice and you pick up and you're actually able to help them out yeah okay so let's talk about your best production day I think it was like a week and something some days ago right what happened oh yeah my first productive day meaning like it wasn't just me patients I actually had a it's the, it was the most productive day because um, we did like a crown, we did like fillings, and I think we did like a quadrant, a scaling, and root planning, and that was like like a six thousand dollar day. Plus, of course, many new patients were sickled in there, so it was like a six thousand dollar day. Wow! And that was a returning new patient, or that was like an emergency patient, or what? No, they're all returning. Anyone that I did, anyone that I've done restorative on has been returning patients. Yeah. So when they return, talk to me how that goes, because I know you're big about like your new patient experience. But what about like with the regular, like they're returning, does your front office say like, hey, how's your dog? Or I don't know, like, what, how does that go? You know, yes, we, we, we still greet them, you know, oh, hi, John, welcome back. Um, mm -hmm. Here you go, check in with our tablet. So they check in on our tablet. We're going to have your consent form ready for you in a few, just have a seat in our lounge and we bring them the tablet with the consent form, they sign it. So by the time the assistant comes to pick them up, they just go straight to the back. Or sometimes if they're, let's say, we're still cleaning an operatory, we put them in the relaxation room. We're like, go ahead, have a snack or a beverage, sit in the relaxation room, and your assistant Jackie's going to come get you. And that's it. The relaxation room is like an extra assistant. It's like, it's like babysitting <laughs> patients. Like, literally, it doesn't feel like they're waiting because we put them in like this relaxed situation and offer them a beverage and a snack. So I think they feel like they're in a VIP American yeah. Airlines suite. So they're like, yes, put my feet up. And we're like, like a, would you like um, a specific essential oil in there or in, your, in the operatory when you go back there? And once we get them back there, we give them the Beats headsets. We put the TV on whatever channel they want. We lean them back. And the men love it. They're like, they're like this is so cool. I'm at the dental office and I'm watching TV, my favorite show right now. Yeah. And then you know, we, you know, we treat them. And then after the treatment, we give them a warm scented towel and they're like, Oh, this smells good. This is feels so good. And we offer them like, you know, a pillow, we offer them a blanket. So we have like an amenities menu. We give them like a popsicle after it did the numbness to like go away sooner. It was a great last pistachio. I would say, I don't know if you ever heard of the last pistachio, no. you know, it could be a great, it, like, it could be a great experience, but if that last peanut is bitter or the last pistachio is bitter, yes, the bag was delicious, but if that last touch point, the last pistachio wasn't good, then you leave with a bad taste in your mouth. And that's something we never want our patients to warm peppermint scented towel or warm, you know, lemon scented towel and um, things like yeah. that. Or would you like to sit in the relaxation room before you, you know, you leave? Do like that we go. Yeah. Does the family also can, can, like, so for example, in the relaxation room, can more than one person be in there? Yes, or? we have two reclining chairs. So 
a lot of husbands come. Like, literally, this one lady was like, you need to meet my dentist. Like, she needs to meet my dentist. So she brought her mom and her brother. So while she was getting treatment, her mom and her brother were in a relaxation room, beat up, falling asleep, <laughs> napping. Um, That's good. Getting, yeah, some people bring their husbands, and their husbands, like, bring their iPads and watching football and having snacks. Like, my snack bar is, like, vanishing piece by piece because he's like, I'll take an apple. I'll take a granola bar and I'll take a water and I'll take a little coconut water. Yes, like they relax and they love coming to the dentist with their wives now. And That's you know, that, that becomes my patient. They make appointments for their husband, they make appointments for their kids. Um, yeah. So. As you as you grow, do you think you're gonna add more relaxation rooms? I don't know. I think I'm gonna need a bigger one, you know. I, I don't know. Right now, it's enough for two people. And you're yeah. right. I'm only, it's only one doctor. What about when I have hygienists and I have more doctors? And I don't know if it's going to be like, well, it's, it's the capacity. You just have to sit in the lounge now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because what if like people kind of, they're like, oh, I saw the relaxation room. And then they want to go in there, right? And... I know, right? There's only like two. Maybe I just need to like, it's going to be a lot tighter relaxation room. We'll actually have to remove some of the furniture and just add like chair. <laughs> yeah. Or, I, I don't know. I mean, cause that's, that's a big thing. You know what I mean? Like as far as when it comes to your reviews, when, when I, when I read some of your reviews, it shows that like people really love that, that room. You know what I'm saying? They do. They really love that little amenity. And I never thought it would be such a rave. I just put it there because Bill Williams, um, I was part of his mastermind group, $10,000 day dentist. Uh -huh. And I toured his practice and he had, I don't know what he called the room. I don't know if it was a relaxation room too, but it was like a little, it looked like a little cabin looking room that had a fireplace. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to have me a relaxation room just like Bill Williams. Yeah. Um, That's if good. it's working for him, let's see if it's going to work for me. And guess what is working for me? Something so simple, literally, is two lounge chairs. And I think I put a, I put like a wallpaper on one wall and plants in it and a little chest that has like snacks and beverages. That's it. Like the, the investment was very minimal. And um, How much and did it cost the whole relaxation room? Oh, let's say each chair. Let's say each chair was 700 So $1,400 for the chair. The chest was maybe 300 um so and then the wallpaper was like 200 so like 2100 2000 basically it wasn't anything like compared to like an operatory yeah, you know? oh, yeah. oh yeah yeah like two thousand dollars and people are even raving and and it's a, such a great transition point so let's say i need to talk to the patient do a consultation with them and get to know them but i'm actually still at the end of a different appointment talking about a treatment plan with a patient well what my assistant does after she gives a tour she goes go ahead we're gonna have you sit in a relaxation room and dr joseph will be right with you is they don't feel like they're waiting because we didn't put them back in the lounge we didn't mm -hmm. have them in an operatory just kind of like looking at the ceiling or the wall they're like in a soothing relaxing place and it's just it just seems to work out great like i love that aspect of it like it just hmm. buys me a little bit more time when I'm running a little over and it still doesn't take away from that new patient experience. That's interesting. So you were in Bill's mastermind. How long ago was that? Oh, years. Oh, maybe, mm, maybe three, three years ago. I want to say maybe two. No, maybe not three. Maybe two, maybe two, two. How'd you, yeah, how'd you like ago. it? Did you like it or was it like, yeah, it could, was you, could you talk about it? Like, Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. it was wonderful. It really put it into perspective. You actually do high end quality work right now. I'm saying, you know, I would just want to do $3,000 a day. You know what? 
$3,000 a day is very doable, but I'm a startup and I don't mm-hmm. want to stress the team out, but Bill's like, you can do $10,000 a day and this is how you do it. And he showed up. It's very possible after I took his course or while I was in his mastermind group, mm-hmm. he showed us how he produced $10,000 a day. It's that rock pebble and sand oh, concept. Yeah, what you said last episode. Yes, and that's what I did as an associate. I would bring that back. Well, my goal as an associate was $3,000 a day, which was doable. But by the time I finished his course, I was like, I want to do $5,000 a day. And by the time I was doing, you know, IV sedation cases, I'm like, I want those days to be $10,000 a day. And the fact that I told my team this is what I wanted, and I told them how I wanted to be scheduled, it was doable. And I was able to do it consistently, which is why I was able to save enough to, to build my practice. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like if I could replicate it in my own practice, um, we're going to be fine. We're going to be fine because I know how to do it. It's just getting there and getting the patient flow and getting the patients to trust me to do more comprehensive care because you do need more patients to, have to be able to do that type of, um, those type of numbers. You need to have, you know, patients coming through the door consistently mm-hmm. so you could have three columns or at least two columns worth of dentistry consistently for four or three days a week. Um, so, and, you know, at the startup, we're not there. We have seen a lot of patients so far, yeah. but we're just not there yet to have three columns of patients. <laughs> no, yeah, I get it. But so in, the, in his mastermind um, group or class, like, is, is it consist of like once a week or once a month and then you go to his place? And then how could you talk about like how – do you plan to reach to 10,000 a day? Oh yeah. Um, well right now, like I said, our goal is just like being more productive and just not seeing only new patients all day. Like literally like for weeks I've been seeing like, like all new patients, like five, six new patients, seven new patients a day. Now that patients are being diagnosed with operative being, by being diagnosed with crown and bridge, we could start, you know, saying, okay, I want to produce 4,000 and this is how we're going to do it. We're going to have a crown in the morning, a crown in the afternoon, and we're going to have a quadrant of dentistry. And if you sprinkle in some new patients, it's, it's doable. Um, and also mm-hmm. I do a lot of specialty care. So if I do a case of sedation dentistry, that includes like an upper and lower denture, full mouth extractions, and even two implants, that's over 10,000 in like three hours. Um, and you haven't even finished your morning yet. So it's just having the skill sets to do a little bit more than just simple things. Mm-hmm. I think that helps to just being able to do the third molars. If I do like three sets of third molars in the morning, that's almost, that's seven, $8,000 sometimes. And that's mm-hmm. just in the morning. So afternoon is just gravy, right? You're going yeah. to do it if you just do one more crown in the afternoon. So it's doable, and especially if you see other people doing it. And that's not including hygiene checks, especially if I had, like, two assistants and a hygienist. Yeah, it's very doable by the time you throw in exams in there. Yeah. You throw in an approval, you throw in a mouth guard. And a mouth guard, I don't need to be in the room to get a scan done for the patient. A mouth guard is $700. So yeah. it's little things like that. It's little things like that. It's very, very doable. Yeah. You just have to let your team know this is what you want and set them up for success and show them how it's been done. If it, my thing is, if it's been done, it can be done. Yeah. I think it, I think it can be done. And the thing is, is like, you also have to think about, I think you would have to think about, it's like, okay, the patients, right. To get 
to that because it's not going to be like night and day. You also have to like focus on how you're going to get those type of patients in your practice, right? Exactly. And I think the more patients you get, eventually you're going to get those type of cases. And also being intentional, if you're going to market or now you can't just market, okay, new patient exam, new patient exam. Mm -hmm. You're right. Sometimes all they want is a cleaning and that's all they need. But what if you're intentionally like, I'm looking for patients that need implants. I'm looking for patients that need wisdom teeth removed. I'm looking for patients that want to do IV sedation. I'm looking for patients that want dentures. Then those are the patients that are going to start calling you because maybe you did Google AdWords for dentures, or maybe you did Facebook for funnels for implants or Invisalign then those people should be the one calling you because they're interested because they saw your ad. So yeah. things like that. Okay. And then right now, I guess, what has been so far this week, like your biggest concern or headache and how and why? Um, it's very easy to one doctor, one front desk. You're trying to like make sure the patients have a good experience. You're making sure like the the facility looks top-notch and clean. You're making sure you're well-prepared. Your notes are written, getting your pre-authorizations for insurance. You're doing so much that something that you think would be really quick takes longer. And before you know it, you're working into your lunch. You're working past the time you should go home. And that means possibly having to pay people more. So mm -hmm. your staff costs could go up. And, you know, as a startup, you have to be very cognizant, like, I can't do overtime right now. Like paying someone a time and a half is a lot of money for me as a startup. So I had to say, okay, guys, like you really need to make sure we're, you know, keeping up with our notes. So between patients, we're writing our notes, you know, any opportunity we have, we're cleaning up things that we don't need anymore. We're cleaning up. We're not waiting till the very end when that's what keeps us here for an extra hour plus after the day is over, which we can't do right now. So having those conversations and just being realistic and just knowing your numbers and just staying, you know, below those numbers, I think, you know, it's, it's eye opening. These are things I never had to think about before, you know? That's true, man. Cause like the hours can add, right? Like, I mean, where's the line, I guess for you, where's the line where like someone's cleaning the operatories and everything, but you're kind of like, okay, I would have been done 30 minutes ago why are you taking an extra 30 minutes you know like can you tell them like hurry up or um i think it's all in the delivery like um i i wouldn't say just hurry up it's more like guys i really need you guys to take an hour lunch so we just need to go ahead and get our notes done and clean the operatories and for example my front desk team um our last patient appointments usually an hour and a half our new patient appointments are always an hour and a half so if i'm seeing a patient for an hour and a half you have an hour and a half while you're in the front to clean up, to sweep, to dust a little bit, organize the front, organize the lounge area for tomorrow. We shouldn't have to wait until the patient leaves but going over. So I really need you guys to, you know, get an hour lunch. Then like a 30 minute window after our last patient leaves. But they, they were proactive. After I told them that, they were like, yes, we're on it. <laughs> so yeah. I think it's just verbalizing it. Yeah. Yeah, letting them know. Okay, awesome. Mm -hmm. Awesome. So really quick before, because this is going to be a shorter episode, guys, because Cassandra has to deal with a ton of business after this. I don't know, actually, maybe, maybe. I don't know what you have to deal with after this, Cassandra. But, <laughs> but um, this week, so far, what is the main lesson this week you want the audience to take away? The main lesson 
every startup is unique. Every startup is unique. And right now, um, I'm just grateful to have patients come through the door and that want to come back and let me treat them. And whether that be, you know, 10 patients a month or whether it be 100 patients a month, you know, everyone's business model is different. And just follow what your true vision is, whether it be uh, PPO, fee-for-service, Medicaid, pediatric orthodontics, just follow your vision. And don't worry about anyone else's, like, you know, just focus on you and go after it 110% and share your story, share your story with your patient, let them know your why. I think that has been my number one thing that has kept patients coming through the door, them seeing my face consistently. Um, has really helped they feel like they kind of know me and like me a little bit before they come through the door so I say whatever business model that you're planning on pursuing pursue with all your heart and go after it and they will come they will come whether it be that high-end cosmetic or that geriatric um, type of office Mm -hmm. they will come you just have to be intentional and stay focused on and consistent yeah awesome and so what's next what's going to happen next week in the schedule interesting to see now that i have you know production on my book i really would love to see the potential um and so far you know this month not including yes this month actually today today's the month we've seen 48 new patients and i didn't know that i didn't know that at first i'm like oh i'm thinking 30 maybe 20 like I just didn't know the number yeah but then it was like I went into my practice management software I'm like how many patients have I seen I was like 48 just in this month not even including like the first day in November that I saw patients and I was blown away I was blown away um and I was like you know what we're gonna be okay if we continue (laughs) down this path yeah you know seeing seeing you know 48 patients or even less as long as we stay productive we're gonna be okay so whatever we're doing we just need to keep doing which is treating the patients with kindness and being honest and transparent as much as possible Mm -hmm. um that's working for us and and we're so grateful so we're excited about january we're excited about seeing our patients that that are coming back and letting us take care of them so that's what's happening awesome so any last words no i just want everyone to continue to have a a great great week and have a happy new year everyone I, i can't wait for 2020 team startup i can't wait to hear all the stories and all the victory yeah awesome guys so if anything reach out to cassandra everything will be in the show notes below and we'll talk to you guys next week take care guys be epic